1: back to race card thanks to Labrooks this saturday morning great to be with you wherever you may be listening i'm looking forward to catching up with our next guest in at least coffee does a wonderful job with at racing hearts who looks after retired horses and gives them a life after their racing career and they've got a wonderful promotion and fundraiser going on at the moment to help out racing hearts and they always need money and donations to help support these thoroughbreds after they finish off their racing career. They're so important to the thoroughbred game and they've teamed up with St. Simon Thoroughbreds in recent times and they purchased a horse uh, affiliate, the Gold Coast sales, and they're raffling off 5% of a galloper by Doubtland out of um, that top class mare in La Chicabella. And uh, the raffle's on from today, from 6am it started, goes right through to 630 And Lisa Coffey from Racing Hearts joins us now. Good morning to you, Lisa. Thanks for joining us here on Race Card on SEN Track. Good
0: morning. Thanks so much for having me on the show.
1: Tell us a little bit, first of all, about Racing Hearts and what this organisation means to you and how important is um, uh, an organisation like Racing Hearts to the sport of thoroughbred racing? Uh, Look,
0: organisations like ours are super important, mainly for the fact that we are really passionate about where the horses go and finish racing and racing hearts in particular I mean there's, there's a, a whole network of retrainers across Victoria and across Australia in fact that are really passionate about taking on retired racehorses and really finding what their niche is for what they can do after their, after their race so we know that the, the, the lifespan of a horse in racing or the sorry the career span of a horse in racing is actually quite short in comparison to what their actual lifespan is so a horse you know, traditionally a horse, I would say, statistically would race until they're maybe eight years of age. And I know a lot of them retire a lot earlier and some of them retire a lot later, especially the jumpers that we've got in this state. But, um, you know, what happens after they are like they, they they live until they're in their 20s. So if they retire at eight, they've got a long life ahead. So it's really important for organizations like ours and the other retrainers to be able to find them really suitable homes and for people that will really look after them. So
1: racing hearts, and so so you do you go out and find these horses, or do they come to you? And then you've got to work with um, people who love their horses, and and then try and help them to get these these thoroughbreds. It can be highly strung sometimes because that's what they were born to do, to get them into to perfect horses that people can have in, at, at their homes or on their yeah, farms. No,
0: do you know what? To answer your first question, we do. We we have partnerships with certain organisations. So we've got a fabulous partnership with Kieran Mar. We've got a great partnership with OTI Racing. We had an awesome partnership with Henry Dwyer, and um, so we have partnerships with people that help us fundraise to actually look after the retraining or the rehabilitation of the horses when they come to us. Um, and we, you know, we work in with Racing Victoria as well um, with the few horses that they send to us too. But the really interesting thing that you said um, that really stood out to me was that race horses can be really highly strong. But the other aspect of Racing Hearts that's really unique in this country, not just in this, in this state, but I, as far as I'm aware, we're the only people in this country that are actually doing it for for people in the community. But we have a team of psychologists and counsellors that actually mm-hmm. offer equine-assisted therapy for people with mental health issues. So we see people right from the age of six years of age through um, the t- entire lifespan, right up until I think our, our oldest client is in their 70s. So. We see about two to three hundred people a week, even just at our Balnarring farm. And we've got programs in New South Wales, Queensland and Northern Territory as well. With the horses, when they come to us, yes, they can be highly strong. But the reason they, they look like they're highly strong when people see them walking around the mountain yard is because they're trained like elite athletes. They're fed really high performance and high energy feed. And, um, you know, their, their training is quite intense. So they're, they're actually trained to be high, highly athletic and you know you, you want you really want a horse to be assertive and confident and aggressive in a race whereas when we take them to, um take them at racing hearts we want the complete opposite so how i tend to try and describe it to people is that a racehorse trainer's job is to switch the horse on and our job at racing hearts is to help switch the horse off and and really let them let down and and just be just be horses in a herd again and we have, you know, I took a horse, um, Mark Darrow will laugh at this if he's listening. But I took a horse called Lagerfeld that Kieran Marr trained, and he had multiple um, city wins to a photo shoot at Mooney Valley. And that uh, <laughs> he got to Caulfield. We did a photo shoot at Caulfield uh, Racecourse. And I mean, Lagerfeld was trained at Caulfield with Kieran. And we got him to the track, and he's our quietest therapy horse. And Mark and I really, <laughs> we really struggled to get the saddle on him. We, we tried multiple things. Anyway, we eventually got the saddle on, but poor Mark said, um, like, when's the last time this horse was ridden? Because he 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 just wasn't having a bar of any of us. He was genuinely like his brain switched back into being a racehorse." But um, I I said to Mark, "I'm I'm not even lying to you. He was ridden around the arena this morning by a six-year-old girl with no one leading her, <laughs> and yeah. this you know he's a, a 16-hand thoroughbred, and they just." Sometimes I, we, we'll never really know what they think. We can pretend that we know, or we can just we can guess what they know. But he got back to coffee, and he just—it was almost like he knew that he was back at a racetrack. And you anyway, know, we got the saddle on, and we got the photo shoot done. But for us, it, it's incredible to see how when we take them off, off all that high-energy feed, and we just train them a little differently. You know, we teach them that it's okay to just stand around. You know, the horses that we have in our programs—they're all retired racehorses. We do five-minute group programs, and the horses will just stand for people to get on which they don't normally do with the track and they'll hang around for an hour session, which they wouldn't, which they would never do with the track either. So as much as people see them as being quite highly strong, when when we have the uh, the opportunity to retrain them and change their diet and you know, change their training regime, they're just the most beautifully, beautifully placid therapy animals ever.
1: Yeah. I know a lot of people, we could talk all day, Lisa, and I'll get you on once again on SEN track and giddy up. Um, Um, once again because I could talk about this I find this fascinating I know a lot of people that are doing work now with horses psychologists and uh, the the job that those horses do and they change people's lives around and the the connection that they have with people who desperately need help and they can form a bond with a certain person and changes their lives forever. Um, and, so and there's lot, so much science yeah.
0: behind it now, too, that it actually physically yeah. changes people's brains as well. So you're, you're right. There's, there's there's lots to say, but um, yeah. you're, you're right. It's becoming more and more popular. It's very effective.
1: Now, Lisa, you're teaming up with our great friends, um, Team Hawks, Jane and Wayne yeah. Hawks especially, with Hawks Racing, with St. Simon Thoroughbreds to give away 5% of this horse. So it's a raffle. You can buy tickets online. So what's the website that you go to? They're $50. A ticket, so yep. how do we get involved?
0: So the share, it says, so it's a coat that was bought at Magic Millions, um, and you yep. said the Deathland uh, La Chica Bella. Uh, the, share, the 5% share is worth $15,000. Just jump onto our website, which is racinghearts.com.au, so really straightforward. Um, if you go to the events tab, we have actually created a pop-up, so if you just go to the website, there is a pop-up that will take you to the page. But it's just go to the events tab and you'll see there that the raffle um you just all you do is you click on the um click on the raffle, enter your credit card details and you're in with the chance to win a prize. And we've also been offered lots of other amazing prizes from Lamaro's of um in South Melbourne have offered us a nine hundred dollar voucher for their restaurant, uh, uh, Pro- uh Provincial Home Living, have given us a voucher Forever New, have given us a voucher, luxury escapes, has given us a voucher for a holiday. So there's lots of other prizes in there. Um but I mean the I think the one everybody will want is that 5% in that beautiful coat with um, some Simon Thoroughbreds who have been so kind and generous to donate it. And then it'll go off to Wayne Hawks for training.
1: Yeah. Well, love your work, Lisa. You keep doing what you're doing. You're making a difference in this beautiful sport. It's such an important part of the industry now. Life after racing for these Thoroughbreds. We appreciate your time here on RaceCard. Have a great day. Good luck with it Thanks so
0: much for having me on. Same to you.
1: There's Lisa Coffey there. We'll take a break. Sammy Williams from Little Avondale Stub will join us next.